1: High inflation, supply chain issues, a dip in the GDP, these are all factors that have some economists predicting that we're headed for a recession. So you might be wondering, is now even a safe time to retire? We'll talk you through it today. So glad you're here with us. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Pat is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the books Save Your Retirement and the retirement secret, Pat. We have a great show lined up today. Always a pleasure to sit down with you. I hope you're great this week.
0: I am doing very well. How about you?
1: Doing very well. I think we've uh, pretty well survived the school year, which is always <laughs> a good thing. So, yes. oh, yeah,
0: man. I got um, I got chastised by Janelle recently because I had suggested we do something, and I think it was a Friday, and she's like. Pat, you know, the kids have, like, kindergarten and first grade. You can't just take them out of school willy-nilly. And so, yeah, we're kind of in that (laughs) new season of life now, you know. So we've got this brief two-and-a-half-month freedom in the summer where we can actually don't have to worry about the kids' schedules. You know, they they don't want them to miss an important final exam in kindergarten or something.
1: And then it takes such a long time to get back in that rhythm again after you have that freedom of summer. And then when you have to try to get back into your schedule for school, what a nightmarish world. Well, (laughs) well, don't don't
0: stress me out about the fall already, Jen. I haven't even gotten to enjoy the summer yet. that's (laughs)
1: That's right. We'll back off. We have enough to talk about, enough to worry about. Okay, good, I won't good. stress you out with back to school <laughs> routines Phew. already. Yeah, plenty to talk about here. It's not a sure thing, but Pat, a lot of economists are saying a recession is going to be happening or we could even already be in one because, you know, we have a little lag time and when we get those numbers in. So what are you telling your clients right now who are worried about those recession concerns?
0: Yeah, you know, I think, Jen, that the the recession is – term of catnip for media you know because it's <laughs> right. kind of like if you hear recession then everyone knows oh that's not good right. so I need I need to pay attention and listen and when you think about it you know most of our clients are either close to retirement or they're in retirement so maybe there's a little bit of concern about being downsized or if the economy does really poorly or you know maybe having losing hours or something like that but for most people that we're talking to on a day-to-day basis, It's not actually the recession they're concerned about. They're concerned about how it's going to affect their finances. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, is a recession, you know, does that mean a stock market crash is coming? Does that mean crazy things are happening with interest rates? Does that mean government debt is skyrocketing? And um, so, all of those things, it's not necessarily so much recession, quote unquote, that we spend a lot of time talking with people about, but it's much more so, you know, what's going on in the world right now and how does it affect my money? And, and, because of that, how does it affect my plans and my goals and my dreams? I mean, mm-hmm. ultimately, that's what it always comes back to for us.
1: Yeah, exactly. So what do we do? I mean, what are some steps we should consider doing to help protect our money right now if we are worried about some of the headlines that we've seen?
0: Yeah, I think so. If we are worried about uh, what everyone is saying about what's going on in the economy, with things like recessions, you know, if certainly there are some tried and true things that we want to do. We want to make sure you have an emergency reserve. Um, you know, in something that's available, some type of cash that you can lean on. One of the things we always preach is don't allow the media to stress you out too much mm-hmm. uh, because that's that's how they make money, right? There is no media that comes out and says, hey, things look pretty good today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> no one's going to watch that show or, or buy, that, buy that paper or anything like that. And then uh, the other thing that we really want to do, Jen, is we just want to take a view of how your nest egg is set up because one of the things we... Really preach is, uh, you know, this is a big part of my last book, The Retirement Secret, which talks about the, you know, the different areas uh, where you can invest your money. But the first segment of the book really talks about, before we talk about the details, we need to take a step back and think about what what's important to you and what you're trying to accomplish. And uh, one of the things in there talks about the um, most risk. And the the most stressful time of your investing life is typically in the five or so years prior to retirement and then right after retirement, because that's when you have the most at risk. Um, You know, we all know when you're first starting to put your first dollar in your 401k, if you're in your 20s or 30s, um, you have all the time in the world. um, So you don't have to worry about if the market crashes. Uh, Meanwhile, if you have lived a long life and you're kind of on your deathbed and you're 90 years old, you know the stock market crashing isn't going to bankrupt you so it's that time of life when you've accumulated the most money and you still have a lot of time left and so that's what we really want to be looking at is how is your money invested if the stock market does have a crash are you prepared for that are you diversified for that and then finally well, we're expecting interest rates to continue rising. Do you have the type of portfolio nest egg that can weather that? Um, and, and so as we deal with high inflation and things like that. So those are the types of things that we really want to dig into uh, with each person that we're meeting with these days.
1: Pat, if we go into a recession, would that be a safe time to retire? Or should we even be having this conversation right now? Do we hold off retiring until things improve?
0: yeah, I mean, if the country goes into recession, um, does that affect when you retire? Um that's a really good question actually. and I, I think it, it it depends on your approach to retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are the type of person that says, hey, I've always had half of my money in stocks, half of my money in bonds, and that's always going to work fine. I might be really concerned for you right now. I just finished reading a book um, called, it was all about um, expecting low returns in the Mm, future mm -hmm. because the stock market's so high and most experts believe bonds aren't going to perform well at all. Well, if stocks and bonds both perform poorly, and if that's your plan, that could be devastating to your retirement. So we believe one of the terms used in the book is to use bold diversification. I just love that term uh, because what we really want to do is think about it really kind of gels with our philosophy of you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket and divvy things up as much as you absolutely can. And that would be one encouragement we would have. If you're really close to retiring right now and you're thinking, can I still do that because of what's going on in the world and in the economy? I would definitely encourage you take a look at where you have your nest egg and do you have what you what we would call bold diversification? And if you don't or if you're not sure, Give us a call at 803-9-RETIRE. Part of what we offer to listeners of the show at no cost and no obligation is a portfolio review where we can sit down and take a look at what you have and make sure you're protected from a stock market drop or other kinds of concerns that we have right now. Um, once again, uh, just call us now at 803-9-RETIRE to take advantage at no cost and no obligation.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialist. That number, again, is 803 803- nine, retire. Now, as we talk a little bit about, Pat, what's going on with the possibility of a recession, we don't want to forget about inflation as one of those Mm. economic factors dominating the headlines now, really adding a lot of pressure. Uh, Pat, the last time we went through a recession, I don't think inflation was was as big of a concern. Mm. So this is certainly uh, a little bit of a different circumstance here. How important is it to get a handle on how inflation could impact our future?
0: Yeah, so um, in inflation, inflationary times, heading into retirement, those are, those are really big, yeah. heady things. And I think there's there's maybe three things that I would I would pick out uh, as the biggest priorities. That I would make sure to, our listeners are aware of. The first thing is um, if you are carrying debt, or if you're thinking about moving and planning to carry debt, you certainly want to be thinking about the government is planning to continue to raise interest rates to help fight inflation so you need to be thinking about when you're locking in interest rates on a mortgage like that Um, the long-term item that we need to be considering is what do we project out for inflation in the future? Because I mean, the last thing you want to do is ignore inflation and then retire and kind of live off of a fixed income and have no way to increase that. Mm. Because all that means is you're going to be able to buy less and less every year. And boy, I know, Jen, uh, we know these days, right, <laughs> when you go yeah. go to the store or you eat out or you try and buy a car.
1: Or do anything. <laughs> do anything.
0: You just see the difference. It really is incredible right Gosh, now. So yeah. uh, we need to be thinking about that. We're, you know, that's something we've always done with our clients, but we're revisiting that right, right now with people that are already retired and making sure they're okay with, um, you know, their income increasing to um, fight that cost of living change. And then the third piece that I would I would mention is inflation affects your investments significantly. So this is another example of taking taking a look at where you have your money. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean the stock market crashes or anything like that, um, but. The stocks and bonds are often not affected in a really um, strong way by inflation. And one of the areas that has historically done very well is real estate. So do you have exposure to real estate in your, in your nest egg? And you know, we think there's different areas of real estate that could do very, very well in the next few years. So that's an example of adding that diversification to your nest egg that can possibly not only uh, help you reduce risk, but also even have the chance of increasing some returns as well.
1: As we talk a little bit about this, uh, you know, inflation is an issue. Uh, We talked about the possibility of recession, economic downturn, higher taxes. That's another one that's potentially coming. Let's just talk a little bit about what goes into a strategy to help protect from all those things.
0: Yeah, Jen, I think one of the things we really want to do is first and foremost, you absolutely have to have a written retirement income plan. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we're looking at um, rising inflation, when we're looking at uh, people expecting an economic downturn. We're looking at you know, high, very high and escalating debt, which many people think is going to lead to higher taxes. We right. just have to have a plan, first of all. And then the second thing that we encourage you to do is uh, get with a planner and look at the areas that you're most concerned about. And then what we do is we run a stress test. So if you're concerned about inflation continuing to increase, let's run some projections with higher inflation built in so you can actually... Make sure that you're going to be okay. If mm-hmm. you're worried about higher taxes, let's increase the tax rates. If you're worried about economic downturns, let's lower the rate of return on your investments. And by doing that, what we've actually found, Jen, is as much as we want everything to be all about helping you make the most money and you know have the most income, what it's really about is peace of mind. And if mm-hmm. you can see that in black and white and see, okay, we've run a stress test and I'm going to be okay – that's what we want. We want your head to hit the pillow and you're not thinking about your finances. We want you out on the beach, enjoying time with your family and actually enjoying the beach and not like <laughs> looking, fishing for your cell phone and trying to right. pull up what the Dow did today or something like that. And those are the kinds of things that we hope can be life changing. And that's what we really, that's what we love doing. We love uh, trying to build that peace of mind for our clients. And that's why we offer our five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation for listeners of the show. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE. That gives you a chance to sit down with one of our planners, look at the five most important areas of retirement, and help you see if you're on track to accomplish the retirement that you've always wanted. Once again, there's no cost and no obligation. Call us now at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. We'll be back.
2: Hi, this is John Farley. For the past 12 years, you've seen me on TV. But before becoming a meteorologist, my first degree was actually in finance. My parents, like a lot of people, didn't know much about the financial world. As a result, they got exploited by some not so honest folks. That's why finance has always been a passion of mine. And for the last six years, I've been working with the team at Preservation Specialists to help people just like you plan for your retirement. What I love about Preservation Specialists is that we are locally owned and fiercely independent. That means we simply work for you. If that's what you want in a financial advisor, then give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's 803-9-RETIRE. Don't make the same mistakes my parents did. Work with an advisor who can help get you to and through retirement successfully. 803-9-RETIRE.
3: Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital, Inc.
2: TO SCHEDULE A VISIT FOR YOUR OWN CUSTOMIZED 5-STEP RETIREMENT REVIEW, CALL RIGHT NOW, 803-973-8473. THAT'S 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and Pat, millions. Of Americans money isn't something like a traditional IRA. In fact, the total value pad of all of those accounts is more than 19 trillion dollars nationally. Those are numbers from 2020, which is wow. some of the more recent figures we have. but a lot of money in these IRAs out mm-hmm. there.
0: Yeah and one of those things, Jen, when you think about you know a quote unquote retirement account, generally that's going to be a 401k or a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. The vast majority of that is going to be in the 401k and traditional area, which means the taxes are being deferred on those. So this is you know one of those topics that is not talked about enough because it really brings together a few of the biggest issues that most retirees have to address, which is how do I invest to grow my money, to preserve it, to generate income, which is part of what's inside that account. How do you protect yourself from taxes, which is, you know, when you're taking it out, and then how do I create an income plan? So all those together are tied in with those retirement accounts.
1: And as we talk a little bit about these different accounts, one of the things that we want to be talking about, Pat, obviously it's a good move to be building up savings, putting money into those accounts, where things get a little bit trickier is when we're taking money out of those accounts, and you need to understand that the type of 401k or IRA or whatever it is that you have, that really matters when it comes to how your retirement income will be taxed when you're taking money out of those accounts, and that, that's a big part of the discussions that you have with people, right?
0: absolutely right jen and, and the main thing we always say is this comes from you know we had uh, the best-selling author david mcknight on our show mm-hmm. a while back and we brought him in and, and spoke to our clients a couple years back and he simplifies it so well. And he talks about basically, there's three different ways you can set up your accounts, and they're all taxed differently. There's just a regular savings or investment account, which would be like having a CD at the bank or like a, a mutual fund or a brokerage account. And you get taxed on the interest or dividends on that each year. Uh, it's just a regular taxable account, no big deal. And then you have tax deferred accounts. And that's what you were bringing up. So uh, 401k, traditional IRA, where many people accumulate most of their wealth when they're saving for retirement, because you have those great tax advantages when you're deferring it. But course, you'll owe all the taxes on the back end. And then you have something that's more of a tax free structure, which would be like a Roth IRA. So you don't get the upfront tax benefits, but then typically the growth and the income afterwards will all be tax free. And so how you structure how much you have in each of those areas is going to go a long way towards how much taxes you're going to pay in retirement. And this is something that isn't talked about very much. You know, many of our retirees are kind of in the baby boomer generation and they were all told, well, just defer all the taxes because you're in a higher tax bracket now. And then when you retire, you're going to be a low tax bracket. Well, that might work for some people, but guess what? A lot of people, they want to do stuff in retirement, right? So (laughs) so sometimes they're spending a decent amount of money. They're not in a lower tax bracket. And then, of course, this brings in the whole subject of where are tax rates going in the future. Because if they're going to be higher in the future, why on earth would we be deferring all our taxes Mm -hmm. to that point? Mm -hmm. So so these are really big issues, and uh, I'm glad we're taking a little time to dig into it.
1: And another thing that we've mentioned before on the show, but I think it's important to really spend some time talking through, is the rules for how we take money out with those required minimum distributions. Because we've seen some changes in recent years, Pat, with when that has to be done. And it seems like there can be some confusion as to when you have to take that money out. So let's talk a little bit about those RMDs, the required minimum distributions, what do we need to know about when to start taking those?
0: Yeah. So this is one of those things, Jen, that I've been doing this 24 years and uh, most of my career has been working with people planning for and into retirement. So you know, I know the rules of required distributions backwards and forwards, and I always have to remind myself: if you haven't reached that age yet, you may not know a whole lot about it, right? right. Because it's why would you? you? There's no reason to waste a lot of effort, you know, thinking about it's it. It's not so,
1: something that we're all sitting around thinking about all that often.
0: Yeah. Which is weird to me, because I am all the time, right? And So I guess you're saying I'm not normal. No, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So so yeah, this is, uh, but it's a really big deal. And so the first thing is, uh, it used to be when the year you turned 70 and a half, you had to start taking a certain amount out every year. That was always very weird and confusing. So I'm glad they actually changed that recently, and they've moved that up to age 72. So it's the year you turn 72, you have to take money out during that calendar year. It's basically just the premise. And one of the things that comes up, Jen, with a lot of clients is they might say, why does that rule exists. And I always like to explain the rule exists because of the fact that these are called retirement accounts, which are designed to help Mm -hmm. you spend money in retirement. Mm -hmm. They are not designed to leave to the next generation. So the government is saying, we've given you a tax break and now you need to pay the piper. It's time to start paying some taxes. Now, some of our clients live off of that money, so it's not a big deal. But a lot of people have accounts they don't want to touch. So this is really, really important that people understand that these rules exist. And, you know, I'm always amazed if someone is trying to handle their own finances past this age because it can be very complicated. And if you have you know more than one retirement account, you know, coordinating all those accounts can be very messy. And I've we've had people you know hire us and when they say, now how do the retired distributions work and how do I figure those out? And we when we say, oh, we handle all that, you don't have to worry about it. Just the look of relief on their face <laughs> is just, oh my goodness, that's so yes. great. I'm so glad I don't have to worry about that. So this is a great example of a topic that I would mention if you're not familiar with required minimum distributions or if you're worried about them or confused about them or not sure how they work, call us at 803-9-RETIRE. That's something we will discuss with you during our five-step retirement review, which is at absolutely no cost and no obligation. If you have retirement accounts, are they structured properly? Are you prepared for those required distributions? Are you prepared for the taxes that you're going to have to pay for those? Is there any planning you can do to improve your situation? All part of that five-step retirement review. To get started with no cost, no obligation, call us now at eight zero three nine retire
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. And as we talk a little bit about those RMDs, those required minimum distributions, here's why this is a big deal, Pat. Not only do we have to think about the taxes here that can apply when we're taking out that income, there are penalties that can apply if we don't follow the rules. And to me, this is a really big deal, understanding the penalties. What do retirees need to know, Pat, about the penalties if we aren't getting it right with those required minimum distributions?
0: Yeah, this is crazy, Jenna. As far as I know, now the tax code is massive, <laughs> so uh, I don't. I used to know. You it's know, not like reading, for
1: sure. Yeah,
0: and you know, I, I know it's longer than the Bible is. I, yes. Maybe it's two or three times longer now. I don't know what it is. Cause it's obviously never getting shorter. It's only getting longer. But it's the largest penalty in the tax code, which mm-hmm. is if you don't take enough for your required distribution, or if you don't take it at all, the amount that you were supposed to take out, it's a 50% penalty, not one five five zero. Mm-hmm. So if your required distribution for the year was supposed to be $10,000 and you don't take that out, they're going to penalize you $5,000. So that is almost just kind of mind boggling that they would even do that, but it just shows you how severe that is. And by the way, Jen, we've had so many clients under so many circumstances where maybe sometimes they're asking us to handle most of their money, but they have an an old account somewhere that they want to leave with maybe a family member or something like that. And there's some miscommunication with required distributions. We've seen this happen. We've worked through it with their accountants. We've worked through it with the IRS. You know, there's all kinds of different steps and tricks that we've learned over the years, but you really, really need to be serious about this and make sure that you don't make any major mistakes.
1: And here's the thing. I, I did a little research on this, Pat, and even death isn't a good enough reason to miss the RMD because let me give you an example here. If you inherit an IRA from a non-spouse, if you inherit an IRA from a parent and they are already uh, have been taking those distributions out – It's up to you to make sure that full RMD has been taken by December 31st of the year the death occurs. So you can't even die and get out of it, Pat. Somebody's got to take that RMD.
0: It's the two things that we know that we can count on, right? Death and taxes. Death and, taxes, and right. Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of thing. And, of course, you think about that. And for most people, they haven't dealt with any of this. So you're inheriting a retirement account from somebody, and now you don't know what to do. And a lot of times the accountant doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the uh, these rules have changed over the years. So sometimes the company holding the IRA doesn't know what to do. We see messy things like this all the time. They're constantly changing the tax laws on this. And the other thing is, you know, up until the last maybe 10 years, people weren't passing away with retirement accounts because there wasn't an IRA or 401k Mm -hmm. before the Mm -hmm. 70s or 80s. You know what I mean? So it's really just an interesting thing. And the main thing, of course, that we just want to make sure of is that money isn't wasted. Uh, We want to make sure you understand what the rules are and that you're you know, not paying any unnecessary penalties and that you're paying taxes in the lowest tax bracket. All of those things can make a huge difference to your bottom line.
1: It's certainly something that you want to get some guidance on. I'm going to repeat the number that Pat shared earlier that the RMD penalty for missing it is 50%. That is the highest penalty in the tax code if you don't follow the rules. You don't want steep penalties and potentially higher taxes swiping away at your retirement savings, leaving you with a fraction of the money you were counting on for your retirement.
0: Yeah, and if you were to make a mistake with your required distributions, the penalties are just extremely Mm -hmm. severe. And you also need to understand the timing of your required distributions imagine how fast your savings could shrink if you rack up steep penalties along with regular withdrawals and paying income taxes on that as well. For listeners of today's show, if you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call 803-9-RETIRE and we can help you create a retirement income plan that includes a strategy for taking these types of distributions. Once again, there's no cost and there's no obligation, but for listeners of today's show, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE
1: whether it's a 401k or an ira that you have for retirement one thing is certain you cannot treat your retirement account like an atm spending down your savings too quickly and running out of money is just an option that you cannot afford we'll be back in just a moment this is save your retirement with pat struby
4: you've heard pat on radio now you can see him on television tune in sunday mornings during the seven o'clock news on WIS TV, columbia's nbc channel 10. Pat's new book, The Retirement Secret, is now available. It's a companion to his first book, Save Your Retirement. Order yours right now at Amazon.com.
1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Strube. I am Jen Rezac, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and whether it's an IRA or a 401k that you have, one thing is certain: you cannot treat your retirement account just like a big ATM. We cannot just every time we need a little cash go go raid <laughs> those things. Pat, give me some strategies that you might recommend.
0: Well, I think one of the things that we always talk about, Jen, uh, with our clients is sometimes I'll have someone say, you know, let's say they worked with us for three or four years, and they'll say, oh it's time to buy a new car or we had Mm -hmm. to replace the roof or we had some, you know, a big trip or something like that. And they'll say, I was looking at all my accounts and I was thinking maybe this is the right one to take from. What do you think about this? And when I, I always kind of interject and I say, Oh, we talked about this when you hired us. That's our job. Mm -hmm. The, The whole reason we're here is we're here to help you figure out which accounts make sense to let them grow which ones make sense to draw monthly income out of and if you have extra spending we have a plan for places you can get your money where there's no penalties and minimizing the taxes and the oh yeah that's right you mentioned that <laughs> it's like it's, it's so nice that you can do that because that's the main thing i would say jen is that you know there's a delicate balance there's a perfect balance somewhere it's very difficult to find but we don't want anyone accumulating all their money and never spending it and having fun. And we don't want them, of course, spending it down like an ATM, like super fast. We want you to enjoy, get the most out of your retirement in a responsible way. So how we do that, of course, uh, is part of what we call custom-built retirement because it's, everyone's different, right? Some people want to have more of a go-go retirement where they're doing a lot of things. Other people are more comfortable, you know, spending less or accumulating more, or, you know, leaving more behind to family. So that's the beauty of custom-building your plan, first of all, is making sure your planners understand what you're trying to accomplish accomplish. accomplish Mm -hmm. and then then you build the strategies for how you distribute your money after that
1: and let's back up for a little bit too when we talk about the income side of this how do we figure out how much income we're going to need these different accounts to generate i mean i i feel like that's a pretty important part of this whole conversation here
0: that's a really big part just of it, me. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely, yeah. Well, it, you know, sometimes people say, Jen, oh, you talk about, you know, working with your clients and asking what they're going to be doing in retirement. And they say, why do you ask that? You know, why are you just curious? And, and we uh, say, well, we, wa- we certainly want to get to know our clients right. and, you know, know what their interests are. But the other thing is it's very practical that we have to know how much money they're going to need coming in to spend to do all the things that they want to do in retirement. And like I said, the range of our clients is off the charts. You know, we have mm-hmm. some people that are, are very happy to, get a good cup of coffee and sit out on the porch in the rocking chair and relax and enjoy the view, whereas sure. we have other people that are jet-setting around the world, right. and, of course, that costs a little more money. So, so yeah, we absolutely have to start with uh, figuring out, let's say right now you're still working and you're trying to figure out when to retire, so we need to look at timing of your retirement, what your nest egg is going to accumulate to until that time, what type of spending that you want to do in retirement. And for most people that's not going to be just a flat amount we have to think about inflation and how that's going to you know affect costs over time and maybe you say hey for the first 10 years of my retirement i want to kind of tackle my bucket list and i want to have like a separate fund for travel or something like that you know and i'm just picking that out of my hat it's just an sure. example or, or you might say hey, i want to buy an rv when i retire and whatever it is that's what we want to do we want to figure out how to budget for whatever those things are so finally jen going back to your question now we have an idea of what you're going to be spending every month, but we're still not there yet. We still don't know how much income we're gonna generate from your accounts because now we have to figure out what are all the sources of income that you have. For most people, it's not just their nest egg. For most people, they have some type of Social Security benefits. We have to decide what's the best way to claim your Social Security because for most people, it doesn't make sense just to take it on the day you retire. There's usually better ways to do it. And then uh, do you have any pension benefits? Do you have any other sources of income? Do you have uh, rental property? Do you wanna work part-time or consult in retirement? So all of these things, factor into this. And then only then, Jen, do we get to the point where you say, okay, now you've got your nest egg and we need to generate X number of dollars a month. And what are the the different strategies to do that? So I'm glad you brought that up because there's a lot of uh, steps to getting to that point.
1: There certainly are a lot of things that we want to be thinking about, and Pat, I just think it's so easy for people to make assumptions, oh, I won't be spending as much on this, or I won't be spending as much on that, and and really not seeing some of the other areas where they might be spending more on. It's just important to have that conversation with somebody who has done this with other people and has guided other people through it, and you've done this so much, Pat, that you actually have a whole process for how you you walk people through all of this and really make sure that we don't miss out checking on any of those boxes. Just tell us a little bit about what that process is like as you are walking people through the budget, the income that they'll need, and all the factors that they need to be thinking about.
0: Yeah, thanks, Jen. So we call our process a five step retirement review, which the first step is always at no cost and no obligation. And it's just a very practical reason we do that is we don't want to charge you anything unless we know we can provide you with value. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you're looking for someone to help you along to get to and through retirement, A lot of the things that are part of that, that's what we do. Now, there's all kinds of other services in the financial world that is not our focus, right? And so we want to make sure, you know, before we would even suggest charging you anything, we want to make sure we can bring value. So that's why there's no cost, there's no obligation. The five areas we cover are income, investments taxes, healthcare, and your estate. Those are the five areas that we believe are part of a comprehensive plan. Now for most people, that five-step retirement review is gonna give you a preliminary income plan and help you take a look at a a rough estimate of your expenses and your income and where it's gonna come from and where you stand right now. And then if someone decides to hire us to build a custom-built retirement plan, that's when we would actually go into planning through those expenses in more detail and things like that. And and the, the thing I'll, I'll mention, Jen, is we've really had very little challenges over the years with clients where we've just never had problems with missing the mark on expenses. And I think it's just because, like you were saying, we've retired with so many clients so many times, we just have a good way of estimating it. you know. And mm-hmm. some clients are content to say, you know, some person might be a more big picture person to say, oh, I think we're going to need X number of dollars a month. And you know, we kind of work that out with what they're spending now. Whereas some people might have a, you know, very large Excel spreadsheet that goes down to the penny of this is the exact amount we need. And that's totally okay. Uh, It really depends on your personality. That's part of Custom building it to, to what works for you, but the bottom line is that's where the confidence comes from. That's where the comfort, the peace of mind comes from, is knowing that you have a certain amount that you're going to need coming in every month, and then knowing that there's a plan to get that there. And that's the reason uh, we love the fact that we don't have any kind of cost or obligation to start the process. So hopefully that gives you comfort that you know you're not going to be having any cost unless you know there's going to be tremendous value there. So if you're interested in taking that first step, all you have to do is call us at 803-9 retire. Again, it's a five-step retirement review at no cost and no obligation. All you have to do is call 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I am Jen Rezac alongside. Now, Pat, I want to talk about one more strategy here. Some people might want to take a traditional IRA or 401k, which is tax-deferred, and so you, you are paying the taxes later on that, and convert that into a Roth account so then they have those tax-free withdrawals Later, but of course, there are some different things that we need to know before we make a decision like that. What do we need to know about a strategy like that? What we call that Roth conversion.
0: Yeah, so this is one of those topics that has been available to us. Really, the Roth IRA started when I became an advisor, Jen. Not related, of course, in any way, but just (laughs) out of of coincidence. So it's been about 24 years now that that's been available. And I saw right away, uh, and I I can't say at 22 years old coming out of college that I was an expert financial advisor, but I saw right away the power of the Roth IRA. So it's been something we've talked about uh, with our clients for a long time, and we've had some people working on it a little bit. But what really changed the way Way our clients look at this, Jen, is when we brought in David McKnight, selling author of the book, The Power of Zero. He came and spoke to our clients. He's been on our radio show a couple of times. And he just has a wonderful way of looking at this. And one of the phrases he uses is the tax train's coming. And do you mm-hmm. want to stay on the tracks or do you want to get off the tracks? And what he's talking about is we've all been told to defer all these taxes in our traditional IRAs and 401ks. But look at our debt as a country, and most experts believe the only way our government solves the debt crisis is to increase taxes at some point. And so the question he asks is, if you're deferring taxes, let's say you're in a 22% bracket, what about when you're taking that money out? Who knows what tax rate you're going to be paying at? It could be 22%. It could be 32%. It doesn't make sense to defer it and pay more taxes later. So this is a conversation we're having with every single client. It's part of our tax plan and part of their custom-built retirement plan. There are a couple different ways that you can structure income to come in tax-free in retirement. A Roth conversion is one of those. And this is, we believe, maybe some of the highest value work we're doing right now, Jen, because we have people that are in a 22% tax bracket, and we're looking at, can we get you down to a 12% or a 10% or even, as David McKnight talks about, a 0% tax bracket at some point in retirement. And we absolutely believe there's the potential where some people could be saving tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes. And of course, you know, there's no perfect solution for everyone. Um, the perfect example of that is we have a lot of people that are worried about taxes and they say, I wanna do a Roth conversion. And then once we go into the details and they realize you have to pay taxes on that today, mm. that's not very fun, right? <laughs> so, So there are things to consider. There's no easy button, there's no magic sure. bullet or, or any one of those things, but we just think this is really something that's very important that everyone who's close to or in retirement should be thinking about.
1: A lot of different options to be thinking about, especially as it relates to what kind of accounts are you putting your money in? How do you take that money out? How much should you save for retirement? Where should you save it? How do you make sure it will last after you leave your job for good? Those are some of the questions you probably have if you're getting close to retirement.
0: Yeah, that's right. And we always say, Jen, in my last book, The Retirement Secret, one of the topics that I include in there is from one of my favorite authors, William Bernstein. And Mm -hmm. and we talk about the three phases of investing during your life. The first one is when you're far from retirement and your job is just to put the blinders on and save and grow that money as much as you can. And that's what most of Wall Street talks about. Grow your money, grow your money. (laughs) You know, That's that's Mm -hmm. kind of the, the name of the game. We work with so many clients in the last phase, which that's after you've retired. Well, that's very different, right? You'd like to have some growth, but What you really need, number one, is income. And number two, you want to preserve that principle as long as absolutely possible. So, for most people, growth is actually only the third goal in retirement. But there's actually a middle section, there's a middle phase of investing. And that's when you need to transition from the early stage into retirement. And William Bernstein talks about how that's actually, by far, the most difficult phase, because there is no one right way to do it. And that's where we always say, when people say, when should you look to hire someone to help you? I always say, whenever you reach that point where you're, you're not sure if it makes sense just to be in that long-term growth phase. And for some people, they hire us a year before retirement, some five years, some 10 years before, there is no right or wrong answer. But if you're starting to accumulate wealth and you're concerned about making sure it's structured properly for retirement, that's a wonderful time to look at getting an analysis done and make sure that you are on track for the retirement that you've always dreamed about. And that's why we call that process a five-step retirement review. We absolutely have no cost and no obligation for that. All you have to do is take the first step and call 803-9-RETIRE. That is your first step towards a custom-built retirement plan. And all you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE.
1: We have more coming up on Save Your Retirement, but now it's time for today's Medicare Minute with author and Medicare expert, Tim Hanbury.
3: I wanted to discuss what's called a Medicare Advantage Medical Savings Account, or MSA. You may be familiar with plans called health savings accounts or HSAs at work. MSAs are similar but have some interesting differences. With an MSA, instead of contributing to the MSA, the insurance company puts money into your account. For example, one plan has a $5,000 deductible, but the insurance company puts $2,000 into the account at the beginning of each year. These plans will have aspects which are like supplemental plans. You can go to any provider that accepts Medicare in the United States. You don't have any network of providers. And you need to purchase a separate prescription plan as they don't cover prescriptions. But like Advantage plans, they have a zero-cost premium, and the insurance company handles all the claim payments, not Medicare. So if you're familiar with HSA plans, these plans will function in the same fashion. The difference is the insurance company is contributing monies into your account instead of you.
1: Visit Tim's website, MedicareBlueprint.com, to download a free copy of his book. Or if you would like to talk with Tim, call 803-9-RETIRE to schedule a consultation.
4: Are you approaching retirement or perhaps just retired? Pat Struby and his team at Preservation Specialists can help make the transition easier with the five-step retirement review. This plan takes into consideration factors that can drain away your savings, such as inflation, healthcare costs, taxes, and much more. To get started on your five-step retirement review, call right now, 803-9-RETIRE, or check them out online at retirewithpat.com. Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Capital, Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. You can schedule a free 15-minute phone consultation
2: with the team at Preservation Specialists right now. Call 803-973-8473. That's 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, author of the books Save Your Retirement and The Retirement Secret. And Pat, it is time for our Save Your Retirement time machine. We're going to go back to a, another era, another Ooh. year in recent Ooh. history and we're going to examine what was going on with the economy with financial conditions back then what was going on with the world of retirement planning so a lot of fun but the first thing we have to do is have you guess what year we're going back to so okay I've you've already s- given me
0: one clue you did say recent history so Re- i'm recent- sure you wouldn't i'm sure you wouldn't mislead me
1: no recent <laughs> in that we're not going to go back to like the roaring 20s or like okay <laughs> The okay. 1800s. So okay, good.
0: So I'm, I'm narrowing it down. Okay, this is great.
1: Narrowing it down. So relatively recent history. But you would not have been around during the year that we're going back to. That's okay. your second hint. Wow. All right. I appreciate that. Okay. So this is pre past Hopefully
0: you know how old I am.
1: <laughs> You'd be so mad at me if I said I thought this was when you were born because it'd be a little bit off. Okay. Okay. Here's our first hint. This okay. was- one of the top-grossing movies of the year we're revisiting. I'm
3: Spartacus.
1: I'm Spartacus. <laughs> mm. Mm. I'm Spartacus. Oh, Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. I've never seen it, but I know that I haven't that either. Scene. But we all know that scene, right? <laughs> yes. When they're all yes. saying that. So, does that give you any indication?
0: So I hope I don't sound like too young of a person, but I'm imagining this this image, and I think it's color, but it also seems like it's kind of like that weird, like old color film. You know what I mean? So (laughs) it's definitely not like the 30s or 40s, I don't think. But it's also, you know, I was born in 74. I don't think it was in the 70s either. So I got it narrowed down. I'm thinking like 50s or 60s right now. Okay,
1: 50s or 60s. You are getting warmer. Okay. 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 Here's the next one. Uh, I'm just gonna go right into it. Here's our next clue.
3: Never. Mm. Come
1: Do you know okay. who that is?
0: I, it's Elvis, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> <I'm>
1: kidding, yes. <laughs> Elvis, this was the year he got back from serving in the Army, because, of course, Elvis served in the Army, he was enlisted, and he recorded It's Now or Never. Okay. So you probably still feel pretty good about your 50s, 60s time frame, right? I feel
0: good about that. I'm not narrowing it down very well okay. because I'm not very well versed in my um, Elvis mm. military career statistics. <laughs> what? Uh,
3: you didn't minor in
1: probably,
0: that? probably a lot of people would know right away, but I, I'm, I'm gelling a little bit okay. here. How, how many more clues do I get? I'm going
1: to give you one more. Okay. And okay. Uh, this is a good one. This is when Americans met one of our favorite families.
0: Oh wow, okay.
1: Yeah. This is when the Flintstones debuted.
0: Ooh. So I see when I think of Elvis, I think of 50s. When I think Uh of Flintstones, I think of 60s. So that one is a mind-boggler. So what would happen Um, like
1: right right in the middle of the 50s (laughs) and 60s? Like Would that
0: be like it'd be 1959 or 1960? Yeah, it's one of those two. Yeah. I was going to actually say late 50s, but because of the Flintstones, I'm going to say 1960.
1: Pat, if I had a, a bell, I would give it to you. You got it. <laughs> okay, yes, 1960. Well,
0: well, you did a great job of
3: leading the witness, so thank you <laughs> very much. It took
1: us a couple minutes to get to, but 1960 is the year that okay. we're looking at here. And let me tell you some costs of some things, Pat, back in 1960. Gas, which is a major pain point for us right now, 31 cents a gallon. <laughs> the average cost of a home, $16,000. The whole house, Pat, wow. for $16,000. You think about that. I mean, that's what some like living room furniture sets can cost, right? $10,000, $15,000? Holy yeah. moly. Um, and here's my favorite. A bottle of Coca-Cola was five cents. Mm. Get you a bottle of Coke for a nickel. Um, and inflation back then was around 1.14%. So let's talk about the lesson here about the cost of living in our world today versus the 1960s. It's like a whole new, whole new world, really. My gosh.
0: It is, and I think it's one of those things, Jen, where where I've I've said I know I know you've heard me say this, you know, over the years. In the last half a dozen years, there's been a lot of very very difficult things for. People to deal with when they're planning for retirement. You know, you can't stick your money in a CD and make six or seven or eight percent safely. It's been paying almost nothing. Um, the market has been, the stock markets been very volatile. Uh, but the one thing in the favor of people getting ready to retire is inflation's been very low, mm-hmm. and that's important because you're essentially on a fixed income when you're in retirement. So it's just this recent development that we've had where we have to deal with inflation again. And this is a great, you know, it's a great way that you brought it up. And I remember going back to. Uh, I've been you know, speaking publicly on retirement for over 20 years now, and I remember early in my career, someone taught me this, and it was so powerful when you're in front of a room of people that are about retirement age, and you could say, can I, when you talk about inflation, can I have a show of hands, how many people in the room have paid more for their last car than their first house? <laughs> and, yeah. and about half of the people would raise their hands. Mm-hmm. Now, for most of us, you think of that, you think, well, that's crazy, right, because you know, what you, when you think of what you paid for your last car and your last house, obviously there's a big difference there, right? right? Right, But, you know, it's one thing for a bottle of Coca-Cola to go from five cents to, you know, whatever it is now, two or three dollars. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but it, it's when you're talking about, you know, when you buy your car or you buy your house and, you know. You're attacking a zero onto the end of it. It really kind of like it really sinks in. I think.
1: Yeah, uh, it's just something that we want to be aware of because Pat, it's fun to reminisce about this and say, "Oh, back when I was a kid, I paid this or that," but we have to recognize it's going to keep happening because prices continue to do this. Inflation is just something that happens over time. So it's one thing to reminisce about what things cost in our childhood. One day we'll be reminiscing about what things cost right now and saying, gosh, you know. So we want to make sure we've done the planning and the budgeting to recognize that this is going to keep happening. So an important thing to talk about there. Pat, looking back at the 1960s, life expectancy back then was 73 years for women and 66 years for men. So Hmm. another thing to think about, not only do things keep costing more, we keep living longer also, mm. and that's a really different factor in today's world.
0: Yeah, I, I remember uh, when you think about you know, challenges heading into retirement, certainly things getting more expensive yeah. is part of it. Living longer is part of it. The third thing, this, this was something that I researched for my book, Save Your Retirement. The retirement age is actually going down so we're Hmm. living longer and we're retiring earlier so the amount of time we have to cover with our nest egg is just getting wider and wider Um, now it was interesting to note people are retiring earlier but one of the things most of us when we think of retiring we're thinking of this is a choice I'm making because it's my decision right now unfortunately it's not always our choice we could be downsized you know when we're getting close to retirement or there could be health issues Um, so so it is important to note that those are factors there but um, that is exactly the reason when I, you know, I chose seven villains for the book, Save Your Retirement. And I intentionally, the first two were Lady Longevity, Mm -hmm. and then The Invisible Enemy, which is representing inflation. And that's one of the things that that I always mention, Jen, is most of the time, unlike these days, you don't normally feel inflation over the course of a month or a year, right? If, you know, if milk goes up from you know $3 a gallon to $3 and 10 cents a gallon over the course of the year there's not a lot of people that are going to be yelling and screaming in the streets right, but uh, right. what happens is when you compound that year after year after year and that's when like you said a house that was $16,000 now then costs 160,000 then costs $300,000 and now you're seeing these things uh, affect you over time you know that's what it's all about it's For most of the people that we meet, no one's really trying to get rich. What they're trying to do is make sure there's never, ever a time that they're poor. And these are the types of things that we have to talk about and deal with to make sure to help protect them from that type of situation.
1: Such a great point there. And, Pat, there's one more fact from the 60s. A couple more things I want to talk about before we get to the end here. But um, the top marginal tax rate in 1960 was 91%. Now it applied to income over two hundred thousand dollars for single filers, but my goodness, talk a little (laughs) bit about what was going on with that, and my gosh, I mean, tax rate—it really speaks to how much lower tax rates are today than than we often think they are.
0: Yeah, you know, we've talked about inflation, we've talked about you know longevity, and then taxes is one of those things. Of course, it's always here. Uh, but when you say, you know, in 1960, the marginal rate was 91%. I mean, mm. most of us, that's kind of mind-boggling to even think about, yeah, you know. Yeah, I had to read it twice. Yeah, like, what? yeah. So I'm working, and I get to keep ten, you know, almost 10 cents on the dollar. Um, it's it's really incredible. And I, I think where, where my mind always goes to that, Jen, is just the amount of debt that we are accumulating as a country right now, mm. uh, over $30 trillion. And I remember... You know, when I was younger, and speaking of inflation, I remember when it was 10 or 12 or 14 trillion and thinking, oh my goodness, how are we ever going to pay that back? And right. now we're just slapping trillions on there every Gosh. year. I mean, it's unbelievable. But, you know, time after time, you know, I've read a lot on this. I've listened to experts. I've been to conferences. I've talked to people time and time again. The experts say the only way you can work your way out of a massive debt eventually is by raising income tax rates. And so uh, if you have been a diligent saver uh, while you've been working and if you've been deferring taxes on a lot of that in a 401k or a regular IRA, that should be something that is absolutely on your radar because if those tax rates are going up substantially... Uh, When you're drawing that money out, that could have a devastating effect on all the hard work that you've done. And so one of the phrases we always throw out now, Jen, is is we want to do proactive tax planning. We want to be looking at this thinking, okay, you could have your money in a tax-deferred account like a 401k or a taxable account like a regular brokerage or savings or tax-free like a Roth IRA. Let's take a step back and let's look at the big picture and think about where do you have your money right now and is that the right place for it? Because if we are strategic about those decisions, we think that for some people that are good savers, they could save tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of their lifetime.
1: So this is a fun overview of what was going on in the world in 1960 and Pat, anybody born that year they're now over sixty years old, right? Mm-hmm. So they need to be thinking about retirement planning. So if you are feeling nostalgia and remembering from your early childhood years, the Flintstones and Elvis, <laughs> Pat, what's the top advice for anybody born in or around 1960?
0: Yeah, if you're born around 1960, I mean you're you're probably thinking like, when do I want to retire and how do I do that? Right? Mm-hmm. I mean that's 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 a prime time for people that are hiring us right now. And so that's the the time to really be thinking about, you might be thinking about, am I ever going to be able to retire? How do I make sure my money's going to last? You know, if something happens to me, will my family be okay? Um, How do I make sure my money is safe for retirement? You know, that's that transitionary time uh, that I talk about in The Retirement Secret. You know, it's you're not at that point now where you can just have everything in growth you know, aggressive funds, but you probably don't want, you can't stick it all, you know, bury it in the backyard. You know, you need to be earning something. So all those things are probably on your mind. If you're not absolutely sure you've got a plan in place that's going to take care of those things, that's why we offer our retirement review at no cost and no obligation for listeners of the show. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE- One of our advisors will review the five different most important areas to help you create a retirement plan, to help you see if you can live the retirement of your dreams. Once again, there's no cost and no obligation for listeners of the show. All you have to do to get started is call 803-9-RETIRE.
1: You've been listening to Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. Remember that number 803-9 Retire. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Pat. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll talk to you next time.
4: Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialist is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. Preservation Specialist is not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Securities offered through Kalos Capital, Inc., Investment advisory services offered through Kalos Management, Inc., both at 11525 Parkwood Circle, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30005. Preservation Specialist is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.